Hello friends, today we're going to talk about red flags and why we ignore them. So, let's talk. Hi friends, this is Bethany Jennings and you're listening to We Should Talk. It's a podcast where we talk about anything and everything to encourage, equip, and empower you to be a decent human. Let's talk. Before we dive right in, there's some stuff that some people want to tell you, so we'll be right back. So as previously mentioned, today we will be talking about five reasons we ignore red flags. Why do we do that to ourselves? We know something's up. We know something's not right. So why do we ignore it? Well, first of all, let me say, red flag has become kind of a like a buzz term, I guess. Like, oh, he don't brush his teeth four times a day. Red flag. Oh, he doesn't drive a BMW. Red flag. Listen, friends. There are real red flags and things that we should pay attention to. But there are some things that are preferences and not red flags. So uh, maybe maybe he doesn't brush his teeth four times a day because he would like his teeth to stay in his head. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't drive a BMW because he's fiscally responsible and he knows he's not there in his life yet. Or she. I keep saying he. Whatever. So not everything's a red flag, right? And I think it's really funny to see, like, he, I don't know, like, people he posted on, on social media. He does this. He's a 10, but, and then you put in a red flag statement. And that's very funny. But that's not really what we're talking about today. (laughs) We're actually talking about actual red flags and why we choose to ignore them. So, I feel like we know what red flags are. You know, like gaslighting and immaturity and things like that. We, We know what real red flags are. So let's talk about it. The number one reason we ignore red flags, whether it be, uh, romantic or platonic relationships or familial for that matter the reason we ignore them is we want the relationship to work and because we want the relationship to work we will take a big old swig of self-denial like oh that's not really what I feel or that's not really what he did right and so because we really want this this relationship to work out You know, our past relationships haven't worked and we really think we need a relationship. We will deny the things that are actually factually happening. Well, I know that he yelled at me, but it's because... And so we start excusing behavior, right? We don't want to really own up to the truth that this just isn't the right relationship. Like, it's just not right. And here's here's the um, here's here's what we start doing. We minimize red flags, right? That's what I was saying before. So because we really want this relationship to work, we start minimizing red flags, and we say all kinds of excuses for their stupidity. We make excuses to justify their behavior, and we we say, well, it's not really that big of a deal, and well, I've definitely lived through worse, and. I Well, at least he's not like so-and-so, or at least this friend doesn't do this, that, or the other like this other friend did to me. 
And so we are more than willing to take a swig of denial and choke down the fact that they are not behaving appropriately for a relationship. It's not healthy. It's toxic, right? But we are more than willing to do that. Um, Here's number two. So number one was we want that relationship to work. Here's number two. Why do we want that relationship to work? Because we're lonely. We're lonely. And a lot of people believe that any relationship is better than no relationship. And friends, let me tell you something. That is not a fact. Because there are some things that are worse than being lonely. There's a lot of things that are worse than being lonely. I have seen people get into marriages that destroyed them. Not just like, not just spiritually destroyed them, but as a person, their, their entire personality shifted, their entire, their entire psyche shifted. They came out with mental health issues because of relationships that they just thought they had to have financial issues that they could have completely avoided, but they just had to have that relationship. I've seen people sacrifice their children on the altar of companionship because they just think they have to have somebody in their lives. There are things that are worse than loneliness. You do not have to have somebody to be fulfilled as a person. You do not have to be in a relationship, romantic or platonic, to be fulfilled as a person. There is no reason to put yourself, your sanity your spirituality, and especially your family at risk to be in a relationship. So, number one, we want a relationship to work. Number two, why? Because we're lonely and we think anything's better than nothing. So why do we, why do we do that? Why do we do that? Because we are hoping we are wrong about those red flags. We are hoping really hard, hoping against all hope. Again, taking a swig of that denial. Hoping we're wrong about those red flags. We want to make sure we give someone every opportunity to prove us wrong. We want to give them the benefit of the doubt. Because usually when you start seeing those red flags, most people are on very good behavior. Right? The first of a relationship. We call it the honeymoon phase. Best behavior. So usually by the time we start seeing red flags, we have already started forming attachments and attachments are real, right? We become attached to them as a person. We're accustomed to having them in our lives. We like having someone to text every morning and say goodnight to. And if it's a platonic relationship, we really enjoy going out on the town with them and grabbing a coffee and having a companion. And so we think, you know, well, maybe it's, maybe, maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe they're just having an off day. Maybe they're, but when you have like a whole month of off days and you are treating the people that you're supposed to love like trash, something right. That's a big old red flag. And I would, I'm all about giving people the benefit of the doubt. David says, I make way too many excuses for people. See, I don't know. We David and I have mixed reviews. Some people think that I'm nicer than David, and other people think that David's nicer than me. It 
Might depend on the date. We both try to be nice. <laughs> not saying it works, but we try. And he says that I just make too many excuses for people. I'm like, yeah, I know that they did such and such, but, you know, maybe they're going through some stuff or maybe they're, and he's like, no, babe, they're just stupid. They're just making stupid choices. <laughs> so I try to be realistic in the middle of my hoping that I'm wrong about somebody. Realism is a hard pill to swallow sometimes. So we're hoping we're wrong. So when we hope we're wrong, number three, right? We hope we're wrong about those red flags. We end up at number four, which is we focus on the potential of a person and not the reality of a person. A lot of times we are more intrigued and involved with our idea of a person and what a person could be and what they are capable of than the reality of that person. We ignore their behavior or or make us because we want to feel like we are in the moment and we are um, enjoying the moment, even though they are just doing stuff that is not normal. We want to feel like we are all caught up in this relationship and we're happy and we're all these things. But if you take a step back and you are real with yourself, you will recognize your emotions are not matching what your brain is saying or trying to tell you rather. This is what I know about emotions. They are real, but they are not reality. We can talk about that some other time. But we are, we are in love with what somebody can be and not what they are. And I think a lot of times, especially in Christianity, when, you know, we are taught to be like Christ and Christ just walk around changing people's lives. We we see, OK, they have potential to be something really great in their life. And that's wonderful. And, you know, on some level, you can help people, but you cannot change people. Even the Holy Ghost. Has to have a little participation from the person to get that change in there, right? We cannot change people. People have to want to change. And the sooner we realize that, the better. There have been multiple times where I have become a human pacifier for people. And because they come and talk to me, they feel like they've done right, like I'm some kind of a Catholic priest. And then they go right out and do exactly what they want to do. And I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, well, we had a really good talk. I feel like some of their behaviors are going to change. And, and maybe for a split second, but because they don't really want to change, they just want to consume your time. They just want to feel like they're changing. They'll talk to you and they'll be your friend and they'll act like they're, you know, all about growth. And they're not growing and neither are you. You actually end up shrinking you become smaller to fit into their lives while feeling important, thinking you're changing somebody. The Lord is the only one that can change anybody. And even the Lord needs a little participation from said person to change them. So, number one, we want the relationship to work. Number two, we are lonely. That's why we want it to work. So because we're lonely, we want it to work. Number three, we hope we're wrong about all those red flags that start showing up after the honeymoon phase. And when they start showing up, we focus on potential and not reality. 
And here's the absolute facts of the matter. This is number five. When we ignore red flags, most of the time, it's because we don't believe we deserve better. We will see the red flags. We will experience the emotions that come with those red flags. A lot of times the, the uh, cycle of ups and downs that come with those red flags, with the gaslighting and the manipulation and the lying and the, all of it. We will go on that emotional roller coaster with them and we call it normal because we don't believe we deserve better. Why don't we believe we deserve better? Well, maybe it's because that's the pattern you've seen your entire life. Maybe every relationship you've ever seen looks like the one you're in and you think that's just how it's supposed to be. I strongly suggest that you adjust your scope of reality and include some examples of relationships in your mind that actually are godly and normal. I'm not saying any relationship is perfect. I've never met a marriage that was perfect. Never, not once. Especially not my own. We have disagreements. Every married couple I know has disagreements because they're individuals. Right? They're individuals that the Lord is making one flesh. And so, of course, we're going to have disagreements. Of course, friendships are not going to be smooth all the time. Friends should disagree on something. That's what makes it a friendship when you can disagree and still be friends. Still be on the same page about the important things. No relationship is perfect, but no relationship should be categorized as toxic and still exist. We don't believe we deserve better. Maybe it's because of what we've seen our entire childhood. Maybe it's because of some stupidity we've done ourselves. And we think, well, I'm not perfect and I can't expect them to be perfect. Ain't nobody asking them to be perfect. We're just asking them to not be mentally abusive. We're just asking them to not be financially controlling. We're just asking them to not mess with our minds. To run their mouths about us. That's all we're asking for. We're just asking for a normal, healthy relationship. But again, if you've not seen healthy relationships modeled, you don't know what that looks like. So, I sh- again, I strongly suggest find a relationship in your church. Find a relationship um, somewhere in your life. So, in review, red flags are real. And it's not some version of red flags that people have been saying on social media. He's a 10, but he wears blue shirts. She's a 10, but she don't sing in the choir. <laughs> Whatever. Um, red flags are real, and we really do ignore them sometimes. Because we want a relationship to work. Because we're lonely. Because we're really hoping we're wrong about them red flags. We focus on potential and not reality. And we don't believe we deserve better. So, I hope this episode has been uh, enlightening and helpful. And we'll talk at you next time. Well, that was fun. Uh, I'm glad you stuck around for the whole thing. And thank you for talking to me today. Y'all go like and follow and review and do all the podcast things that people do. And um, don't forget to be a good human.